what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. And this is your play-in Tuesday 7-8 Best Bets episode. The games matter. They have stakes. Most guys are going to play. If they can play, they're actually going to play. We're going to actually play. It's amazing. Guys are going to actually have to earn their fucking money. It's incredible. Joining me to break all of it down and give best bets for this episode are AC, the analytics capper. His name's Albert Wynn. You can find him on Twitter at analytics capper, as well as my buddy, NBA futures analyst, Brandon Anderson. We just recorded our clips, Suns, and Knicks Cavs series preview. You can find that in this feed. We will also have the three sixes afterwards. So make sure to check that out. We're going to, as always, for our best bets episodes, we're going to go around the table. We're going to give our best bets for the Tuesday slate. Two games on the table. The Miami Heat are favored by five versus the Atlanta Hawks. And those Los Angeles Lakers are favored by seven and a half. Now eight in the marketplace versus the fighting Timberwolves of Minnesota. We'll go around the table, give our best bets, and then we'll give the cap. AC, what's your best bet for the Tuesday slate? Two of the most annoying teams to bet all season long, Atlanta and Miami. I'm going to fade Miami at home here. They are 14, 25, and 2 against the spread at home. I'm going to take Atlanta and the points plus 5. You are the first person I have heard in betting analysis be willing to take the Hawks. So congratulations, AC. (laughs) You have won the booby prize. Uh, Brandon Anderson, what's your best bet for the playing games Tuesday? You already know. I got my Timberwolves shirt on. I'm the biggest T-Wolves fan in the world. Lakers by a billion. Give me the Lakers minus seven and a half. Lakers minus eight. Lakers alternates. This is the wrong matchup at the wrong time. I think it's going to end badly. You have a player prop as well, right? I do. Give me also some Atlanta Hawks, Sadiq Bay over nine and a half points and maybe an alternate over as well. Leg day, Bay. Uh, all right, my best bets for the Tuesday slate. I am taking the Minnesota Timberwolves plus eight because I do not hate them the way that Brandon does. Uh, I am also doing a parlay on the money line of Minnesota, of uh, Miami and the Los Angeles Lakers. So that's right. I'm betting the Lakers on the spread and the Lakers on the money line because I'm just like, surely one of these ways the, the Hawks are going to win and then the Lakers are going to, and then I'm not going to, I'm going to lose all both of these bets. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm already comfortable with it. We'll talk about why. Uh, AC, let's start with you. Buddy, look, my numbers back you here, AC. Like, I got this pick em. I love betting against Miami at home. I love betting against Miami as a favorite. I am not betting the fucking Hawks in a game that matters, AC. Why are you doing this? Who, who has two thumbs and doing it? This guy right here. Um, I think this is the move that they've made in the summer. This is the whole point to get DeJounte Murray. They gave up two first-round picks. This is the put-up-or-shut-up time. 
I think DeJounte and Trey's offense and um, dynamic offense is going to be too much for the Heat. They've been struggling in uh, offensively to score in Miami all season long. And I think Atlanta, if you look at their rosters, I think Atlanta has the more talented roster. If you include Sadiq Bey, DeAndre Hunter, Okongwu, even John Collins, Capella, I think these guys are more versatile. Um, I think these guys are more athletic. I think the Heat rely too much on Max Struess to hit five, six threes just to stay in the game. I like the Hawks not only on the points here, but I'm going to sprinkle the money line. I think the Hawks get it done. Miami is going to have to go and play another game after this. Wow. If the Celtics get the Hawks, good. (laughs) What a, what a break for, I'm going to like, just I, I would I would I would not be able to add more to my posi- my Celtics position fast enough. I would just be on my phone like my son when he's playing on the Minecraft. Just tap 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 tap. Uh, all right, hey, Brandon. hey Matt, if the Celtics get the Hawks, I don't need any extra prep time for the two seven series. Let's do it right now. <laughs> By the way, in the play-ins, the home team now we only have two years. Home team nine and three straight up. Home teams in the opening game, perfect six and zero. Oh. So Albert's beginning against history. Buck the trend, Brandon. All right, <laughs> Brandon, I do not. Okay, it's not that I don't believe you because I know how much you hate this Wolves team because <laughs> they traded for Rudy Gobert and you didn't like them to begin with. You wanted them to tank two years ago. And I was like, they're building towards something. And you were like, they should have tanked. And then like they had a really good season last year and you were like, it doesn't matter. They should have tanked. Um, I don't really believe you, but tell me why you want Lakers minus eight and Lakers alternates. Really, I think this is just the absolute wrong matchup for the Timberwolves. Lakers, since the trade, the big trade, which, by the way, was both of these teams, the Timberwolves said, D'Angelo Russell, get out of here. We don't want you. The numbers apparently are as good as they've ever been in your career. You suck. We don't want you. Uh Uh-oh. We have to play you in a big game right now. We got pissed off D'Lo and Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt, all guys that Minnesota made the playoff with and then was like, nah, Go ahead, go play for someone else. We don't want you here. Now we got a revenge spot for three dudes. Since that trade happened, the Lakers are sixth in net rating in the NBA. That's February 9th. That's like two months of basketball. The Timberwolves are 22nd in net rating. The eight teams below them were trying to lose. The Timberwolves were last in net rating among actual NBA teams. They are 25th in offense, 14th in defense during that stretch. The Lakers are playing defense now. They're number one in EFG on defense during that stretch. The Lakers are rebounding now. Huh. Funny how that happens when you get Jared Vanderbilt on your team, a really good rebounder and defender who has totally changed the way the Lakers are playing. The Lakers are going to destroy on the glass. The Timberwolves are a terrible rebounding team and have no Nas Reed. And now no fighting punching chance because nobody go bear in this game either. So you're going to get crushed on the rebounds and Timberwolves bottom five fouling team. The Lakers live at the free throw line in the NBA would love, love if their precious Lakers and LeBron were definitely be in the playoffs. So that's coming. The turnovers Minnesota has, that's going to be a problem. No Jaden McDaniels to guard LeBron. Yes. Anthony Davis to guard Colonel Anthony Towns. There's the Kentucky rivalry there. Everything about this is just gone sideways for Minnesota. Look as a Minnesota sports fan growing up, The Twins, let me go baseball on you for a second. The Twins occasionally make the playoffs. And then everyone gets excited. Wow, the Twins, we're in the playoffs. What's going to happen? And then the bracket comes out. And guess who we're playing, guys? The New York Yankees. 
and then the playoffs start and then they end and the twins lose three, nothing. And that's it. The Timberwolves lost 22 games in a row from 2007 to 2013 to the Lakers. This they, they stole the franchise from Minnesota. The Lakers <laughs> literally own Minnesota. This is the Yankees to the Timberwolves. This is the wrong matchup. I think the Lakers are going to obliterate the Timberwolves. Okay. Why do you like Sadiq Bay to go over before I make my case for your <laughs> I should have started with that one? That's that's not nowhere near as exciting. Sadiq Bay, last two games against the Hawks, or sorry, against the Heat, played 32 plus minutes in both of them. The Heat's whole thing defensively is that they take away your twos and force you to shoot threes. Hawks don't really shoot a lot of threes, but Sadiq Bay does. He shot 13 sprays in those two games, made seven of them, 19 and a half points a game in those two matchups. Take away the season finale, which obviously we know those numbers aren't really too important. Last 10 games before that, Sadiq Bay, 14 points a game, six three-point attempts a game in that stretch. So I think the nine and a half is definitely too low. I think they're going to need him out there and appreciate his versatility on the wing. So I like the nine and a half, 15 plus points. It's a little steep. It's a little on the high end for me, but we're getting a plus 430 on that. Five of the last 10 games, Sadiq Bey has had 15 points. So I got to do a little escalator as well. Give me some Sadiq Bey. And, and frankly, I don't really want too much other action on this game. So just give me 10 Sadiq Bay points. And then who, who cares what happens with the Hawks and Heat? I don't really know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, uh, I'm taking Wolves plus seven and a half here. Um, one, I love the situational spot here because it's a no one believes in this game. I, that sounds like dumb analysis. I I get it. I understand. I'm just telling you, like, I I have a number. We'll get to that in a second. The number is like the starting point. If the number was like, no, this is Lakers minus 10, I'd be like, fuck your nobody believes in this card. But I do love this, this situation. You have all this turmoil with Rudy and you have Jaden and you have Nas and everyone's counting them out and everyone's clowning the wolves for being, it's really weird because everyone's like, God, the Timberwolves are a train wreck. (laughs) They won the game. They came back and won. They came back from down double digits. Put some fucking respect on the Timberwolves. Um, Kyle Anderson's a gamer, Carl Anthony Towns. Like, Carl's playing with, like, a lot of joy right now, and that matters to me. Ant's a badass. Like, I'll say this. The two biggest badasses in this game are LeBron James and Anthony Edwards, and then Kyle Anderson, and then a bunch of wolves, <laughs> and then and then Jared Vanderbilt, and then... Hey, come on. And then Put Austin some respect Reeves. on Austin Reeves. Max, and then Austin Max Reeves. Christie. Is Max Christie still around? And then Max Christie, and then D'Angelo <laughs> Russell, and then there's a gap, and then there's Carl Anthony Towns, and then there's a gap, and then there's Anthony Davis. Um, Davis should smash in this matchup, right? No Nas Reed, no Gobert. I hear it. Twos, okay? The Wolves get to play five out here. Since, since the deadline, I looked at just the deadline to try and isolate this Lakers stretch where they've been so, so dominant versus a really bad schedule. Uh, Wolves are 11th and three-pointers made per 100 possessions. The Lakers are 20th. Math game. Talk about this all the time. Math game. If Chris Finch is smart, and I believe he is, 
they're going to focus on guys. We are going to have to play an offensive game. We're going to have to play up tempo. We're going to have to spread the floor. We're just going to have to spread them out. And the Lakers don't want to switch. That's not their base scheme under Darvin Ham. So you get Carl Anthony Towns hitting threes that at least mitigates a little bit of Anthony Davis's domination. Davis going to have a massive game. Don't deny that. But variance favors them. I make this full season numbers for after I give the Lakers a three point bump to the upgrades that they've made and how they played. And after I bring the Wolves down a little bit for based off of like just small, small mitigate like the Nas thing. Even if I take Rudy and Jaden and I give them a full two points, and that's a lot of credit on the spread to those two players. But if I make those two players, I still only get the six. I cannot get to Lakers minus eight here. I cannot. I got it seven and a half. I can't get to eight. I'll do that. Now, on the other side, I have Miami Lakers in a parlay. Why? Brandon talked about it. In what universe do the Minnesota Timberwolves go into LA and beat that team? Because it's not the one that my NBA has ever been. Lakers win this game. Like, that's what the history of the end. I wrote this the other day, and I really do believe it. The arc of the NBA universe bends towards the Lakers. That's how it goes. And sorry, AC, but Jimmy Butler versus Trey Young, I, I, I don't want the spread under any, any circumstances. But I will take Miami on the money line. I'll take those two in a small parlay for a little bit of a sprinkle. Let, let me add one too. Just a little, if you, if you want a future best bet, if you want Lakers futures, you have to bet them before the play-in game, no matter how much we think the Lakers are going to win. And Matt, and I think no. the Lakers are going to win. They have to price in the fact that the Lakers are not actually in the playoffs yet. They actually could be eliminated before the playoffs start. And if you want the Lakers, because you think they're good, because they're winning this game, that really matters too, because the whole thing that you like about the Lakers besides the profile is that they get this seed, they get the Grizzlies, a matchup I will love for the Lakers for a lot of similar reasons. They get the Kings side of the bracket. If you don't think the Lakers are good enough to win this game confidently, you shouldn't take their futures either. If you do get it now, plus a thousand in the West plus 2,200 title, whichever one you want. It's right now. You got a little extra bonus in there because they're in a play-in. This is your time. Here, wrap it up for buckets for the play-in tournament games. Make sure to keep it tuned all, this week here all week because we got series previews daily. We've got best bets daily. We're going to have game one best bets on Thursday. We're going to have a futures episode on Friday. I am going to spend so much time talking basketball. I'm going to lose my voice as well as my mind. You can check out AC on Twitter at Capper. Make sure to follow him. He's a great follow. All sorts of great information and bets from him, as well as in the Action Network app. Follow Brandon on Twitter at Wheaton Brando. He's also in the Action Network app. I'm at HB Basketball. Our thanks to David Payne, our producer. Have fun. Enjoy the play-in tournament games. We'll see you next time. Until then, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.